BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Misfit Toys. Well, 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 look who it is. Mm-hmm. We meet again. Wow. Ain't that fun? Look at us. Just hanging out. Just like old times. I must tell you, I don't know if I'm... I, I don't know what to say. I, I might have stumbled upon something. But I'm sure there's already something called chocolate grits. Here's how I stumbled upon it. I had some chocolate, you know, to make hot chocolate mix. I took a pa- I took a took a packet of that, put it in a coffee mug with a little bit of um, vanilla milk, and I made it a little too thin. So I, I put the vanilla milk in the microwave, got it really hot, and then I added the chocolate in with it, and I added too much, and I didn't add that much. You don't need a lot. I probably made it three times, added three times as much water as I should have. To the chocolate mix to give. I wanted to like make it like fudge, then put it in the freezer. But then I added a packet of grits to it. I thought that'll thicken it up, and it did. Woo! Do you mind if I take a taste while we hang out? Let me show you right now. I mean, it's nice and thick now, and it's a hold on. It's good. I mean. If I had grits, in the house, even just two packets, even one packet, and a half of a chocolate bar, I'd melt it down into the grits. You're going to get a lot more flavor out of it. So I'm just talking to you from the heart. What did that just sound like when I was moving the phone around? So this is a solo show. The only thing you need to know is that at the end, it just fades out. I started to sing a little Frank Sinatra, and I got paranoid that it was too loud. I looked over at the levels, and I was like, oh, and I think I just turned the volume off. So when it fades out, that's because in the studio I got, I was like, and that's how I ended it, <laughs> just me. And then I went back and listened to it, and it, and it sounded okay. I kept looking at, you know, I didn't have the headsets on, but it's just me. But I did have someone come in during the day. I think I said that on the opening, right? I think I might say this in the show, too. You know, I still had someone come in in the afternoon, Cole, and even though it's a solo show, day of show, have someone look over it. So, But anyway, there you go. You'll hear that again in three minutes. So, um, but I spot listened. You know, I drag it around, and unless I miss something, I think everything's all right. So if you hear something egregious, I missed it. And next week, we'll be back in studio with Aristotle. I think I know who our guest is, but I want to wait on positive. Um, well, I asked Robin Tran, so I'm just uh, waiting to see if she can do it. If not, oh, you know, I won't have a problem putting together a fun show. 
I reached out to JJ on trumpet. I reached out to Gabe Steiner on trumpet. And um, I'm going to reach out to Alex tonight. I'd like to get them all three in here. I think it would be great to have three horns. Make like a great show, wouldn't it? All right, listen. That's it. I've never done that before, by the way. I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh, so, uh, or two. Never even had saxophone and trumpet just in the studio. So that would be fun, too. So uh, anyway, well, you seem nice. And uh, I had fun in the studio. I have to admit, I got podcast hangover like I hadn't had in a while. Like I thought, what did you do for two hours and 15 minutes? What did I do? I don't remember. I mean, I remember, but you know what I'm saying. All right, well, let's get to it. You know, here comes my favorite part of the show. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. I don't want to miss anything. Um, I'll say it in in uh, in um, the end of January. I'll be at the uh, in Paris, Texas, at their comedy festival, and then uh, Philadelphia the end of February at Helium Comedy Club, like the twenty third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and then the twenty eighth of February I'll be at John and Peter's again. So all good fun. Alrighty. Um, now join the Todd Glass Show, already in progress. If everything turns out right, my voice now should be just layered over the voice coming in. And This is so scary. I am by myself. The only difference is, today Cole came by. I don't want to make Aristotle come by just to do it. Even on a solo show. Check the levels. The day of show. The day of show. I watch stuff in the studio sometimes. He came in cold around 11.30 this morning. He, uh, you know. And by the way, if for some reason, well, you don't need to hear this because you're hearing it because it didn't, it turned out good. But if it didn't, I would just uh, throw it out. And then I would never do even a solo show without somebody here. But this will be really nice if this works out. So, uh, hi. I just got off the phone with, uh, with Vinny. Hi, Vinny. And the truth. This is, this is, I told him I'd talk about this in the cold opening. And by the let me say one other thing. I'm so happy to be in here. I don't know if I can explain it, but... Even though you love something sometimes, you know, during the day, I'm like, hey, am I going to be like, I hope I'm in the mindset to do a podcast tonight. And I'm, I've never not been in the mindset once I get in here. Because someone, I once, I, I was thinking I was talking to Rory Scovel about this. It's like doing stand-up. It's like a massage. You, what do you do if you're like in a funk and you have to get a massage? Well, hopefully it'll put you in a better mood. So, yeah, by the time I get in here. So tonight, like, it's like, it's, it feels good. It feels good. To, to just come in here, get everything perfect. I'm I'm staring at the window with the with an old house, you know, on the on the TV. It's an old house with snow coming down, and I got the new two lava lamps and a diffuser and two torches lit, and it just feels really cozy. Matter of fact, under my feet, and I'll get to you in a second, Vinny. Under my feet, I went and got like. I had a down comforter that I put away because 
feathers come flying out all the time. But I just didn't know if I wanted to throw it out. So I just I folded that up, put that under my feet. So I don't just have my feet in that. So toasty. The room is chilly but warm. Like I have the little fake fireplace so that heat sort of trickles over here. So it's like perfect. And I, I kept sitting here going, well, I have to start. I don't, you know, if Aristotle's not here, somebody's got to start it. So I, you know, and uh, I, I poured a glass of celebratorial wine. I rarely drink wine, but I'm going to take a sip. Ooh, excuse me. So I'm happy to be here is what I was trying to say. Maybe I'm saying I needed this. Whew. Jesus. So, Vinny, a question for you. In truth, this really just happened. I just got off the phone with Vinny before I started. And um, a question for you. No, no, no. You know, I don't want to make a big deal about it. I really don't. But remember when we were talking and you were describing something and uh, I, I said, uh, you're like, uh, and I said, uh, disposition. And you're like, yeah. And then I'm like, temperament. And then you're like, yes, 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 yes. Temperament. Like, I, you know. Um, hmm. I'm just licking my teeth thinking about this. You know, when you're really overthinking, you know, when you're not overthinking, excuse me, when you're just thinking about something. You know, because I don't want to jump the gun, maybe uh, make a big deal about it when a big deal shouldn't be made. That's why I'm talking about it in the cold opening. If I thought it was important, I would have made it a segment in the show. So let's not be silly here let me open up the ipad um aren't you supposed to thank me and again again i'm not i'm not i'm please the last thing i want to do is uh make a big deal about it honestly if someone come in hey todd yeah it's aristotle uh, listen uh i think you should make a big deal about that I mean, someone should thank you. I know, that's what I thought, Aristotle. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a big deal to me. No, I don't want to make a big deal about it. I really don't, Vinny. But I'm just asking, like, is two plus two, plus two is four? Maybe that's not a fair analogy, but it's, it's a question. Maybe some people say, no, you don't have to say anything. I think you should say... Oh, thank you, thank you, because they're helping you with their thought. May I relate it to a story when I was uh, writing my book, uh, and there were times when I was trying to say, like, something, and then Jonathan or Daniel at times, Daniel Kino, Jonathan Grotstein. Jonathan Grotstein was the co-author, and Daniel Kino just helped me on the side, I get, but I took care of him, <laughs> believe me. Uh, and then they would say, and I was trying to say something, and then they would say it better than I could say it. They would go, are you trying to say this? I would go, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, I would say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Because there was something in my head that I couldn't get out. So when they would say it, and they would just say it so cleanly, I would go, thank you, thank you. So I thought that might have happened. I could be, hey, look, you know what I always say? 
the danger in thinking, once you think, you, you know, you think, could I be wrong? You can play cutesy. Well, I'm sure I make mistakes. Of course, of course, of course. And I hope to keep tweaking my, uh, as I go on, my behavior as I get older. I learn, and hopefully I don't mind that. It's fun. It's, it ultimately makes life better. You could say it's selfish to grow. Hey, I'll look at it so I'm not tooting my own horn, but it does. you get along with other people. The more you learn about other people, and it, all, and it applies to yourself, too. So, you, you know, you tweak, you learn, uh, you know. So that's all I'm trying to say is if, like, I could also be dead wrong. That's what I'm trying to say. I always put that out to other people. Say to yourself, could I still be dead wrong? Like I was saying, of course, little things you'll take ownership for, but could I be dead wrong in etiquette? And you might go, well, who's to say? No, listen, I'm, I'm saying if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not going to use the card. Well, I feel differently. There is a etiquette, etiquette amongst well-minded people, you know, some etiquettes, thank you, please, that have been established, and some of them have been standards for a very long time. Uh... And that's what I put this under. You have something in your head. Oh, I can't think of it. You're hitting your head. You're hitting your head. Oh, and then somebody says it, and then they even say it better. I don't know. Hey, thanks, Todd. Thank you, thank you. <sighs> but, uh, you know. That's all I'm trying to say. And I'm really not trying to be a jerk about it. Matter of fact, I'm done. Should I go real deep? I know that's a little cheesy to say it like that, but it's the first video up. I was going to go through all my videos today. Vinny, let's just, this is, I'm done with it. What we were talking about is all the way over here. It's all the way over here already. It's out, it's out, it's out the door. It was just, that's out the door, all that. So here we go. How hard are you laughing, Vinny? I want to continue the show, but I know you're laughing so fucking hard. It's hard for me not to do comedy and then one minute later analyze what just happened. That's the way I think I soak. I think that makes me enjoy it more because there's something funny about. I know what's funny, Vinny. To talk about it that goddamn long and claim that you're just some, oh, no. But I think I am right, and I don't mean to go back to it. Um, you know what? Oh, Sometimes what I'm doing is wondering. Now, once I talk about a clip, this is something that I have on the iPad, and I want to say, give a special shout-out to a new listener, Joe McKenzie. This is not... The Joe McKenzie, of course, that is uh, the fiber of the Todd Glass show. I don't think he knows it. I was told, this is the truth. This is, you know, a potato salad. I got that. Get a little mushy there because I go, this is the truth. You go, did he say truth? No, but I, anyway, it's close, so I didn't want to make you. Potato salad. No, 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 no joke. This one I'm so glad I have the safe word. Potato salad. Potato fucking salad. Um, Joe McKenzie, the fiber of this show, but, uh, but, but potato salad, I, someone told me that he doesn't listen anymore. So I don't know. And, and that's okay. 
I'm worried that I don't want them to feel bad about it. Like, there's people that I love their pod, love them. I love them. And I do their podcast, and I love it. I have so much fun, but I never listen to it. And I think it's a weird thing. Vinny, listen. You might go, well, what about Vinny? Is he tired of listening to the podcast? No, because Vinny said he's used to me talking two hours straight. He, you know, it worked for us. And he would have his things. He would, you know, hey, Todd, I saw a band. And, I, you know, come home. But nobody's perfect. <laughs> I know I'm going off story here. Uh, I should tell something so embarrassing. I thought it was something that Vinny just did, but I don't know if he'd want me to say it. I don't know if it's uh, something he on the side of the highway <laughs> dragged it I, 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 truth I couldn't think of anything truth I couldn't think of a way to take that bit comedic but anyway back to Joe McKenzie Mwah, we love you and without you the show would be sh- I'd spit on without you Joe and, and I don't know if you listen to the show or not but like I just said the point of it was to be like you know there is a little bit of truth in this, what I'm doing. It's a bit, but there is an ounce of truth into it. Like what, you know, I, that's why I never, truth, another truth, when I, when people do listen to the show, I never take for granted that they didn't get busy or something happened. So I always go, hey, they, and sometimes they'll be like, I listen, I listen, you know. But I don't, of course, take that for granted. Because uh, then it could get sloppy. So... um. Thank you, Joe McKenzie. And Jason, today's a special day. I want you to, you know, I'm very happy for you. And uh, what do we got here for you? Jason, 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 on a celebratorial day, I would like to sing for you, Jason in Pittsburgh, (laughs) celebrating. His wife has been seen stealing silverware. This is the truth. Uh, pumpkin potato salad. Uh, Jason, I don't want to give his last name, but he, 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 uh, um, his wife is, was caught last night. It started as a favor to me. She took some silverware from a restaurant because I, I was saying sometimes eated with, eating with silverware feels better. You know, weighted, I don't know, something about it. So she was like sweet enough. She took where she was at. Look, people have done worse things. I mean, I would hate to see her. Oh, she went to prison. Can you imagine how shitty I would feel? Her in there with murderers? And then she goes, I stole silverware. And then, but then she tries to, they say you have to tell a good story so no one bothers you. She goes, I stole silverware. What do you think I stole it for? Not to eat, she would say. To stab in people's stomachs. And then they all stayed away from her. They thought she was crazy. <laughs> I'm applauding myself. Truth. Truth. Like, it's half a bit, but truth. I said truth. I'm applauding myself. See, you don't need other... Do Do you think the other people in the podcast were holding me back? I'm meant to sit in a room by myself and talk. I don't need help. I just need Aristotle. Just me and Aristotle. Pay him a thousand dollars a show. 
right. Joe McKenzie, I want to say hi to you again. If you are listening, see, I go back to a bit, I finish it. And this is all in the cold opening, so you got to love it. Jason, I'm about ready to give you your present. We're on a tight ship. So, Joe McKenzie, thank you. You are just, uh, without you, I would spit on the show. Literally. I go, Tuh! So, thank you. Now, Jason, what is your present? Jason, Jason, Jason. Let this breathe while I find something. come you gotta be patient people we're about to spend some quality time together everybody i mean this is gonna be one hell of a show i don't i don't i don't mess around i really don't a lot of other comedians they mess around they think it's cute i do a real podcast this is my this is my gift to jason wishing him just i don't want to say something i want to have more meaning than that Just here's to doing a lot of fun stuff, cool stuff that you enjoy doing. Right, Jason? That's what this is. And it didn't happen accident, you know. What happened, guys? Two, three, four, five. All right, six. All right, seven. This is my gift to you. Here we go. Hey, whenever you're not having fun at home, remember, I am. So, come on, be nice. What the hell is going on here? Hold on. My God, it's taking a little while, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why it's taking a while. Maybe I should take it off. Be patient, everybody. Is it better that I play that music, or do I just talk you through what I'm doing? Maybe I should talk you through what I'm doing. I wanted to do it smooth, but now this happens. So I'm taking the the house off. I'm taking the phone off uh, Wi-Fi, so it can, you know, sometimes it's not connecting to Wi-Fi. <coughs> Excuse me, that's annoying. And now, even though I tell myself not to hurry, I'm starting to feel like I should. Okay, so here we go. Now, mm-hmm. let's see if that works. All right. I think it is. My gift to you, my friend. Hello. Hello. Here's doing good things that you love. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. 
Never know how much I love Never know how much I care When you run to run me I get a feeling that you have to make Here it is When you kiss me Bring me back Even in the morning Even in the evening Even all through the night I did not bark like a dog by accident. I thought, what would be a good way to come from fever back into the studio? And last minute, as I pour myself some wine, I thought, barking like a dog. People love it. Hey, Vinny, I can't believe you haven't bought pretzel buns yet. What the fuck is going on? Go buy the same people that make the Hawaiian little squares. Go buy them. Order them. Get them to your house. If I mean anything to you, I'm done. Wow. 20 minutes we've spent together, folks. 20 minutes. So what I thought, you know, we had a listener who said that we should do an all-jingle podcast. Now, this won't be that, but it's going to be some of that. But what I thought is, because I don't really have anything, you know, nothing really going on in the world right now. <laughs> um, that I could go through my emails. So I get, well, the way it works is whenever I find something I like, I just email it to a certain email, and then that's the way I just keep them on there. Then when we do the podcast, we meet in here, I go through all the, like, maybe it's a sting I heard or whatever, a song or whatever, you know. Whatever, whatever, you know. Hey, Joe, if you're listening right now, send me the keyword text um, Chris Farron. Send it to me, Joe. If you don't, no one text him, hey, because then, then he's going to be, I'd rather, if he doesn't hear, then there's no, no harm was done. Now, but what's going to happen, he's going to go, what if Todd checks in? If it, this does put pressure on him. Damn. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. Vinny, remember I used to sing this running around the house all day with a cordless mic hooked up to a PA system? Hey, Vinny, you want to have some breakfast? All right, enough. I don't want to make, you know, my life sound glamorous. But I do have a three-piece band. I have a keyboard player who sings like fucking crazy. She's unbelievable. It's a new keyboard player we have, Jennifer. And then I have a trumpet player who sings like a, excuse me, like a fuck. And our drummer, same goddamn thing. He's, he sings, he also plays the violin, and the keyboard player also plays the uh, trombone. And our uh, 
It's just crazy. You know what it is as I'm thinking about that? You could get a three-piece. That, that, that What I just said wasn't that crazy. When you're paying. No, I'm done with Chris. Uh, I'm done with Tim and, and Eric. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm done. I'm done with them all. Gabe Steiner, out the door. Don't need them anymore. Alec Young. How about Alec White? I know I'm bouncing all over the place. Uh, Alec White. He's somebody I always feel bad. I'll go, no, no, I'll, I'll start telling him something. He'll be like, I know, I listen. But I thought, and he's and he said that like six or seven times. Like I'm, t- I'm referencing something from the podcast, and I'll be like, I listen. And I go, oh, great, because that lets me bypass that part of the story and get to where I want to get quicker. It just doesn't, it's not rude. It's just, you know, oh, yeah, I, I listen. Sometimes with the detail on the way to a story. So um, I think sometimes people feel bad to say it. Like when you told someone a story, I beg my friends, except on the podcast. Then I know I repeat stuff. Whew. Thank God I remembered that. Otherwise, people are going to be, you know, hey, you you repeat stuff on the podcast. But in real life, I do ask people. If I heard this story, it's never rude to say, you know, what am I talking about? Um. So what do you, uh, why don't you just, um, and you don't have to send like a gift, Vinny. No, 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 no. That's bullshit. That's not very nice. So I thought I would go through the emails, and I'm sorry for getting lost just there a little bit, but I knew I knew I was in destination to start playing these emails and seeing what they are, and we'll just keep going through them. And, and you know, so if, if if I feel it's stupid or doesn't, I don't want to do anything about it or talk about it, then we'll just move on. All right, are you good? You happy? Is everybody okay? Oh, this is interesting. You can get your degree now by, like, uh, it's all song. It's all song. So you can go to, like, school, and they don't teach you through song, and then you become a doctor. This is real. This is fucking amazing. It's crazy. The right atrium's where the process begins, where the CO2 blood enters the heart. Through the tricuspid valve to the right ventricle, the pulmonary artery and lungs. Once inside the lungs, it dumps its carbon dioxide and picks up its oxygen supply. Then wow. it's back to the heart, through the pulmonary vein, through the atrium and left ventricle. Now, I don't, I'm not joking around. So, you can hear these songs and become a doctor. It's crazy. Pump blood, get it? This is crazy. This is really crazy. All the doctors are going pump 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 blood pump your blood. The aortic valves where the blood leaves the heart and it's channeled through the rest of the body. The arteries, arterioles. So this is a becoming an open heart surgeon right now. All the shit you need to know. Capillaries to bring the oxygenated blood to the cells. Tissues in the cell straight off waste and CO2, which is carried through the venules and the veins, through the larger vena cava, to the atrium and lungs, and we're back to where we started in the heart. Oh, 
just amazing. Oh, I don't know. Oh, because the guy just got. Who graduated? Did he graduate or did she graduate? Or did they graduate? Wow. Aristotle's telling me next week he can't do it. Is there a day you can do it? I just sent that back to him because we have to do an in-studio podcast next week. Really was. Vinny just texted me. Oh, uh, great. Hold on. Let me text. Now let me respond to Aristotle. He's saying he can record on Wednesday. Great. Now you'll know if this ended up happening. My friend Daniel, we keep meaning to hang out with Robin Tran. And uh, so maybe that'll be a good night to do that. Um. I only met her once at this uh, comedy co-op thing where there's like a midnight show every night. I know I'm not saying I should remember the name, but anyway, we we hung, we talked a little. I mean, we've seen each other here and there, but that's like when we actually talked a little bit and and I was like so it's but that was like oh my god, I think that was a year ago. It's embarrassing. And it's Aristotle's fault, and he'll admit it. Aristotle's the type of guy he would interrupt the show right now and he would explain He'd be like, hey, everybody, this is Aristotle. Todd left it in my hands because he's a professional. He hears his name. He goes. He searches. He gets right in there. He's already interrupted. We know because we just heard him. How earnest was that? It was so sweet the way he said it. The way he, and by the way, what he said about me, that melted my heart. It really did. But the way he took responsibility, that's, a, that's, a per, that's an upstanding person. That's an upstanding person. He's a good man, Aristotle. He's a good person. Um, so all of that. So that is just crazy. Do we hear the rest of it? Oh, yeah. There. So that's, isn't that amazing that you can go through medical school? It's crazy. It's crazy what they can do with technology. So, hmm. I call Vinny. <laughs> truth, truth. I said, what should I start the show with? He said, just curse a lot and talk about pot. So, you know, it might, it might bring in the younger audience, and I'm not joking around. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> it might. You have to... Fuck, 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 shit, fuck, 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 fuck. It is sort of fun without Aristotle here that I feel like I can do. He'd be like, watch your mouth. Fuck, 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 I might have just been peeking. Let me bring it down. I gotta watch the meeting. Hold tight, everybody. I'm taking a picture.
Maybe it is a good idea. Hold on, why is that so? Recording so loud. Fuck, 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 fuck. Shit, 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 shit. Pussy, 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 pussy. Dick. all you want. First time you get your driver's license, I remember, I got in the car. Fuck, 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 Truth. I just had a realization. Truth. It's not the music that I worry about at this studio. It's what I just did just then. Truth. This is why I like truth, because it really lets you know, like, keep in mind, my studio's here. I, by the way, I'm going to have to step outside and turn on the, the fan, the big white noise fan. But that, it's not the music. The music that I play is, you know, it's not like it's it over. It's not like it consumes their house. You know what I mean? When music consumes some, you know, and if it's so loud, if you hear, oh, there's music coming from over there. I, I actually find that really enjoyable. You know? So it's at worst, it's like that. But I do have to step out right now. But I'm thinking, I don't want any more edits. I already had two edits. Well, not an edit. I had to, I took a picture that so Aristotle could go back and see um, if uh, when I was doing that, when I was cursing, that it did it get it get too loud because I looked over on the meter. I'm learning and remembering to look at where the the Zoom recorder. By the way, no joking around. Before I go and turn that fan on, I might go pee-pee real quick, too. I mean, you know, why not? What is going on in here where I don't have reception over, over on this one either? No. Hold on. That is, you know what? Out of all shows, I'm gonna that I'm gonna actually use this uh, the internet. Oh, you know what I could do? Uh, I could do it on my phone and plug my phone in, but I'm always worried that doesn't sound as good. But I do have a line here from my phone. Hold on, let me try this out. How you doing, everybody? I feel odd, oddly calm. I do. I feel oddly calm. What I mean by that is because it was going to be like I was going to use the internet heavy tonight going on there and getting these clips, and when it's not working, I'd be like, you know, ah, oh, shit. But I'm going to my phone, and I do have a line here for my phone. Um, get rid of that. And I want to say there was a listener. You guys wanted to sit in on the show. You remember you live in Barstow? You got to get in touch with me if you want to. Damn, there I go. I'm glad. Now I don't, well, I felt bad. I don't like to, you know, last time they couldn't get here. And I, you know, said I would remember. So I wanted to I feel better that I remember. 
Um, and what was I just going to play? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you a question, but I want to see something first. Hold on. Bear with me, everybody. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? Seriously? It's... Well, let me explain something to you. It's not like... I've seen people uh, take things... I, I like things very sweet, but I've seen people take something like, oh, now it's just too much. Now, put a little... Take it out of the toaster. It could be like, you know the pads you buy... Not that you buy, that you get like at old diners, like a little pat. It could be half of that. Right out of the toaster. It makes it like, wow. If you haven't, then I think you should. I was sitting in the kitchen one day and I was itching to fill up my belly with the piping hot jelly of the best damn treat in the world. He's talking Pop-Tarts. And I saw a stick of butter and it almost made me shudder and scream like a baby girl. I don't want a giant penis or a rocket trip to Venus. I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to squat and gobble till I'm dizzy and I wobble in a butterfruit and Joe's hot dream. So I put butter on a Pop-Tart. It was so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Everybody, come along with us. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Yeah. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Wow, it is. That song is not a lie. You like those TikTok sound effects? If I could edit those out, I would, would, but I can't be bothering Aristotle with this bullshit. Well, the top last show will be right back. The top last show. What is this? Sitting in on a podcast. Don't forget the other couple. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm just trying to think of a song. So while I go turn that fan on. You know, let me tell you something. Remember, I was just cursing the things I was saying. Can you imagine hearing that on the other side of here? Well, there was music playing, so that might have muffled it a little. That makes me feel a little better. My neighbors aren't right. Well, they're pretty close. They're pretty close. There's some big, thick trees, so I think that helps. But um, how about if we let this song breathe? Um, and then I'll have some time to run out of here. I hope you're good. I'm good. I feel really good. I do. And uh, we'll keep going through these emails. These, just whatever they are. Some of them are going to, like be like a question, or not a question, but it'll be someone like on TikTok I saw say something or Instagram that I thought they said it well. And I'll be like, oh, let's play that. That'll lead the conversation or, conversation. or just something silly or stupid. But I, I didn't realize how many I had yesterday. I was like, holy shit. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to do. Now, I don't know. Hold on. Maybe it was just that one... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
I don't know if I should try. I'm going to try it through the iPad one more time because I feel like the connection is better. You know, with these new mics, you really... Now, but you must have just heard me just then, right? When I was away from the mic. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm looking for a song. Something. Um, okay, here we go. Let's try this. Could have been just that one song. I'd rather use the uh, hookup from the. Uh, I'd rather use the hookup from the um, iPad. It's a clean, it's a much better connection, I think. So I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna turn that big fan on. Go to the bathroom. So we'll let this breathe. Is that is that is that so bad? The drinks bring back. Does it say the drinks? Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back, memories bring back you. By the way, we're watching slides of the Todd Glass Show over the last 10 years as we listen to this. Но мы поднимем бокалы лишь раз и помянем тех, кого с нами нет, чей вдруг оборвался путь. Тосты за тех, кто здесь есть, тост за ушедших, за наших друзей. Тихо выпьем мы, молча вспомним их, через вечности мыслей, бренности жизни круг. Ecco cosa ho tenuto, vorrei che tu fossi qui e non ci sei Mentre il drink aiutano i ricordi di ciò che abbiamo passato Brindiamo a chi oggi ride, brindiamo a chi abbiamo perso e non c'è Mentre i drink aiutano i ricordi e i ricordi fanno riaffiorare in mente te
I leave this in? I think I should. I think I'm going to. Wow. I realized it as soon as I got in there. I'm like, that song is not going to last as long. It's such a... Tears show the wish you were here, but you're not because it's pretended then I came back. Of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Because the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back, memories bring back you. All right, there we go. Hi. Are we going to take some calls? You know, I always think that's a good idea to take calls, but I can't think of anything that great, you know. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so here we go. Now, let's go get rid of that. Why do I have this here? Covered by... Hey, if we hit a beautiful song and then maybe, you know... There's a reason I have it on here. Right? You ask me if I love you And I choke on my reply I'd rather hurt you honestly than asleep And then this turns into a whistling version of me. Just beginning to see the real you. Ba, 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 ba. Just be patient. Are you curious what I'm doing right now? I'm, I'm, look, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. And I'm scrolling. I'm hitting them. What's this? Let's see what this is. Why do I have it? I'll play it even if I don't remember why. Then we'll talk. This is a little. Uh, A little deep, and it, and it, and it I'll, I'll, I'll play it for you. It's a gentleman who is knows that he is dying truth soon, and he looks good. You know, I'm saying that for a reason. Like he's very aware. Matter of fact, you'll hear and hear he even makes a joke about, you know, and he's sitting up and got a blanket over him, and he's and he's talking to his daughter and his wife, and he asks if he's. Well, you'll hear it. Let me. Let me uh, and then it just the other day I heard it really poof, it flooded me with emotion because it's of course it would but there's nothing else you could do but watch listen here we go really close to the death hold on uh, why why would I play it by the way sometimes I'll be like well why would I play something sad um, right now when I'm happy because sometimes the appreciation makes you return to the other stuff that much more appreciative sometimes you know. Understanding how precious life is can make life better. So it's sad, but not the type of sadness that's going to uh, put a damper on the night, but the exact opposite, which is if, if there's any memory, you know, if there's anything that we want our mem, you know, people want to live on. What sometimes what lives on is, you know, um, seeing this gentleman and and then you uh, you have a different appreciation for life, and then his life was not for nothing. Does that make any sense? That you took out of this this uh, what he's going through, and made I'm sure he would like to think that somebody would watch this and return to their life and cherish it a little bit more. That's 
that's a positive thing, that even after you're gone, other people are watching something you went through and making you try to, you know, I don't know this fucking guy. <laughs> you close to the death. Hold on, I got to start over. You got to hear. Am I ready? Am I getting pretty close to the death? Take the reverb out. On truth, that reverb makes it. Am I ready? Am I getting pretty close to the death? I don't think so. Well, you don't need to sigh about it. <laughs> <laughs> she asked a good question back to him. What do you think? Me? Yeah. About me? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think you're getting close to death? I don't know, but when she goes off. His I worry. daughter. I really do. He worries, he says. Would you like me to move in? I think so. Oh, that TikTok. Usually I have these clips edited. Just out of respect, let me play it one more time. But he knows. And that's what's so like. Oh. Am I ready? Am I getting pretty close to the death? I don't think so. Well, you don't need to sigh about it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Me? Yeah. About me? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think you're getting close to death? I don't know, but when she goes off, I worry. I really do. Would you like me to move in? I think so. Wow. Right, because when he says, I think so, what I took out of it is he's, he knows he's dying. But the thing that's just strange about it is not only is he, he's very, you know, very alert, and he looks good, and he, he, he is looks like he's been, you know, he looks alert. You wouldn't know if you walked into the house. And it's just, you can be that close to death and then just be that aware. And so really, when I saw that the other night, when I was sitting up in bed, which is my favorite thing to do, it really made me uh, tear up. I love when I don't remember why I have something on here, but. Here. Hold on. Oh, I'm going to play this for a reason. So, you know, Angela, Angela Bassett's son, he, he did, he, he took part of that trend where you tell, tell somebody that, you know, close to you usually that somebody died. And um, really, if you do it at your house, it doesn't really hurt anybody. But um, I never thought anything about it. Sometimes it's almost like, you know, you see a mom or, you know, I'm going to kill you. Because yeah, I know what it's like. We've all had that happen when we hear someone that we love uh, has died. But um, so he does it. And, and, and then, you know, I never thought it was a bad trend. But when he apologized for it, um, I thought, oh, yeah, it's not a good energy. I wouldn't want, like, one going around about me. You know, and then if, you know, it's just, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not a good energy. That's not even why I play it. But, you know, when people say, oh, when people apologize, a lot of times they'll be like, 
People that don't think that person is guilty of anything usually go, oh, that apology was good enough. It makes it look like everyone else is nitpicking. I think quite the opposite. I think we like, we're pretty emotional as, as a human being, and when somebody apologizes and, you, and they mean it, you can just smell it. My perception, this just came, up, came upon me on TikTok, that, the, uh, that, and I don't even know his name, that he meant it. It, it made me tear up, not in the other, what he did, but his ownership and like on, yeah, I could do better than this. It, it, you know, you don't have to have done the worst thing in the world. Hopefully growth comes in teeny little spurts. That means sometimes you might make little mistakes. Like, oh, yeah, that's not the worst thing in the world by far. But is that what I want to remove out of my person? Just the worst things in the world? Because it's not. But, eh, he, but the bigger the point was when he apologized, I believed him. And, I, and, I, and the first thing I thought was, it comes from his heart. Like, he's not mad that he has to apologize. You know, not everybody sounds like they read a statement. Sometimes it sounds like a statement. But even the ones that don't sound like a statement, they're not. But when I heard this one, I'm like, I believe every word he says, and it makes me think he's smart without doing any more research. I don't know, for all I know, but it makes me think he's smart. It makes me think he's going to grow, and it makes me think that uh, good for him, good for him, an intelligent young man. So, and I think a lot of people probably feel that way. So, you know, I don't think always when we don't accept people's apology, it's because, oh, they're trying. I think when you hear something like this, you know. Uh-oh, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. She said that, uh, let me start it from the beginning. She, he said that, you know, it doesn't even matter who he said. I'm just going to perpetuate it. I'll even move past this part. He said somebody died that, the, that his, I think his mom loves. Dead at 35? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Oh, you'll figure out who it was, but that's uh-oh. okay. You're what? What, what, what? I would sincerely like to apologize for now. This is him for taking part in such a harmful trend. I apologize to Michael B. Jordan's entire family, his extended family and him directly as he is an idol of mine. And taking part in a trend like this is completely disrespectful. I don't wish any bad ramifications of this of my actions upon his family nor my parents as they deserve none of the backlash and I I own this was a mistake and I hope this can be a teaching lesson to anyone else who uses social media as a tool and a source of entertainment to 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 truly understand that your actions can have consequences that extend beyond you I apologize for any hurt that that my actions may have caused my Mr. Jordan or my parents or any anyone else who could have been involved in this and I'm truly truly and sincerely sorry and i apologize thank you so much for your time wow so that's the reason i be- I, I heard it and it just made me go and i looked in and it made, maybe it had to do with also seeing him too and it reminded me of uh you know so often when you don't feel that way so it's like when people go well you know you want to play times like this go hey there's someone that and that wasn't even that big of a mess up but you know what the minute i think about it you know, the more you, you know, it's, he wasn't angry at the choice. He wasn't angry at it. But you don't know. Maybe when those trends happen that everyone gets a call in the family. But when it's believable, that's why. See, so when you start thinking, it's not like you just did it in the living room of your house and you fucked with someone that you know really well. You know, it's okay to have a sense of humor sometimes that um, things you just do amongst friends. 
you earn the right sometimes of the absurdity because you know that person so well that you you know you do something like that. But anyway, that's all. I, I really I, I talked about the, the what happened more than I wanted to because it was more just uh, whatever, whatever that apology was for. Um, it could have been about something else. I believe he would have been just as earnest. So whoever I for, I don't know his name, but you know what? You're 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 a good person. I thought I felt it in his voice. I felt he was. He got it. You know, that's it. And you know why someone probably called and go, do you know that blah, blah, blah was, you know, on a plane and they got that text? And then they went to, you don't know. Like, yeah, that's what he probably, he probably found out. So it's, so it's, so it became, meant something to him. Ah, oh, because you put like, oh, that's how it affects that person. Wow, okay. You know, what's this? Um. I don't even know why I have. I have to really talk to the mic. Don't forget. Okay. Well, I don't know what that is. I hope I'm not erasing it because. Uh, Megan, did you send this in? Hey, Megan. I like that. That's a good. Uh, I should put that in my walk-in music. You know, like walk-in when people come into the clubs. I hope I'm talking close enough to this mic. Oh, so much to remember. I think even the problem with doing a solo show, I really don't want anybody here because I am. It's a different type of. Uh, like you might have noticed when I really sang Fever, I really got into it more tonight, and it really was better. <laughs> What am I, hold on, where the fuck is, I don't like having to go through these. Well, it's not that bad, I guess. What's this? Okay, here. What's this? Oh, some people say that, but I don't know if it's true. There's a lot of good Hanukkah songs. Uh, I was reading an email that said there's no good Hanukkah songs, but yeah, I mean, I think sometimes people forget about this one. I really do. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. When it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. So, so, so. Let's gather around the table. We'll give you a treat. Sivivon to play with. Hey Jews, I'm a Jewish too. So, don't cry like a baby. You got a lot of Jewish songs. And then there's this one. 
People forget about this one. Everybody does. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. When it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. Sivvy bones. So, so, so. Let's gather around the table. Uh, so there's that. We have a lot to talk about, folks. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. So this is... Um... <coughs> Excuse me. First day, where are you? I called to, I called to, I called to wish you a... Hi. Can I tell you something, Truth? I play the, these messages from my mom because... You know, you start, I know when my dad died uh, years ago, I had a message from him on my recorder, and, and I, I, I never thought to save it. I was like, it was on there, and I know that's odd, but I didn't, I wish I did, I wish I did, because there was a message on there that was a, a longer message than usual. So, to the, so I play these on the podcast, I think they're good to hear, and also, it, it's, it, it's, make sure I don't lose it. It's here. It's on the podcast. So there we go. Just this simple call that I could easily not, you know. Here we go. Hi. It's your birthday. Where are you? I called to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Todd. Todd won a bottle. Oh, well. Uh, Give me a call so I can wish you a happy birthday on the phone. Bye. Love you. Bye. Todd, it's your birthday. Where are you? I called to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Todd. Todd, want a bottle? Oh, well. Uh, Give me a call so I can wish you a happy birthday on the phone. Bye. Love you. Bye. Todd, it's your birthday. Where are you? I called to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Todd. Todd, want a bottle? Oh, well. There you go. Uh, give me a call so I can wish you a happy birthday on the phone. Bye. Love you. Bye. I used to say that when I was little, and it said it on my bar mitzvah napkins. Toddle wants a bottle. What's this? I don't have it. Oh. Joe McKenzie. HBO, HBO, HBO Max. Ten-year-old Tom's on HBO Max. Season one's on there and soon season two. Todd Glass plays the principal for you. HBO, HBO, HBO Max Make sure that you have HBO Max To hear Todd Glass as the principal On 10-Year-Old Tom 10-Year-Old Tom is the show to watch With Todd as the principal 10-Year-Old Tom is the show to watch If you want to put yourself in a good mood HBO, 
Seriously, Joe, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to, for all the listeners, I'm going to put your ear, I'm going to lick your ear. <laughs> now, I mean, from a place of love. Don't forget about 10-year-old Tom, folks. I mean, this stuff's important. HBO, HBO, HBO Max. 10-year-old Tom's on HBO Max. Season one's on there and soon season two. Todd Glass plays the principal for you. HBO, HBO, HBO Max. Make sure that you have HBO Max. Thank you, Joe McKenzie, the hell of a guy. Joe McKenzie's nice. Boo, ba, boo, boo. Everyone's talking about how I go from a song and then feather into a room. I want to talk about, I mean, I want to keep playing emails or however, you know, whatever I'm doing. Now, Daniel Kino says. Should I call Daniel Kino? It's a lot of tech, folks. Well, let me text him first, ask him. Hello, is the reverb? Sorry about that. No, you know what? I don't want him to say no, so I'm just going to call him on the podcast. But I need to find out where is the phone. Oh, here we go. We'll see if it works. If not, I have to be daring. If I am dare, if I am not daring, then I am nothing. You know what? I can actually call him because there's something I was going to tell you, the listener, and I wanted to tell him. So let's hope this works. On a phone, so. Hello? Hi, Daniel. Hey, man. You are on the podcast right now, and I'll tell you why. Is it okay? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm listening. All right, listen. Because I figured it w- I could tell two... Th- one, I was just about to tell the audience something. I'm doing a solo podcast. It's just me in here all by myself. Okay. Yes. And I was going to tell them about the bus driver thing that I did. And I wanted to tell you and tell you why I think it's so important that we get together really, really quick. You know why? Okay. Because we can be most effective. But I did a thing in, in, in Austin where I didn't have anybody. I didn't have even a, a piano player. I just had. So I told the club, I go, set up the stage like the band's coming. You know, put the placards out. They look really sharp. There's, it's a brilliant emerald green curtain at the creek in the cave, and in front of it, the clean. They put all the stuff out. It looked real. Music stands, boom. 
And I came out on stage, I had the sound person do all my cues, but I realized in that room, he can be seen. So I, you know, an old bit I have where I go, yeah, the bus driver was smoking pot and that's not right, but he, he killed the whole band. The band's dead, folks, but our bus driver's doing the sound tonight. But when this club, when they looked over, I, I bought on Amazon a bus driver hat and a bus driver jacket. So when they looked funny. over... Funny! Yes. So funny! And, and guess what? In a market where all... And look, doing the... Doing it right from the booth with an iPad of the sound booth still took work. It's just much easier, but I still went in there for three hours. I mean, he's got to know that iPad. But so, but and with the music stands on the stage, it still looked like it had a, the allure of the show. And then I would turn to the piano player and you, you know, I go, I'll act like the band's here, folks. Will that be easier? Will that be more fun? And so it was so much fun. And also, a lot of stuff that we worked on really went over well and I know if I follow it up like let's not wait three months till I have 40 ideas on my phone we could really get this show like like to a like noticeable next notch so hold on is this your way of telling your band they're all fired oh no 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 that's a great that's funny but you know what there's nothing like I like that the alternative here's the the best situation is I have Cam with me uh, or someone that can do what Cam does, like Duncan, you know, somebody that can do uh, and bring them on the road, have drums, have a trumpet. There's nothing like that. But I, and in, in, in certain scenarios, you go with just a keyboard player and sound booth. But even when I can get nothing, I have alternatives, and no matter what it is, they're all, they're all cool. Yeah, it's cool. But it's nothing like having the real band anyway. But anyway, so if I call you tomorrow, can we think of a time like soon to get together? Yeah, let's do it. Call me tomorrow. Do you think it's wrong that I call? Now I'm holding you to it, Daniel. If I die and we don't get together. I thought I you were dying. The way you made it sound, I thought you were dying. How dare you? I'm never dying. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the type of guy who says I'm not going to die and then I die because then this footage is great. Dies, you know? yeah, yeah, a lot of people like... go, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. Then the joke is, oh, it's so sad to hear that. Me, yes, they will dig this up if I die soon what I'm saying right now, talking about being dead. I'm dead, folks. Get over it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I, will f I want you to feel bad if I die and, like, you know, and, and, and we don't get together. I want you to feel horrible. <laughs> well, well, you've done it now. Thank you. Oh, I put the guilt on you. Know, you know what? This is the opposite of a good call. Um, I call you tomorrow. We'll try again. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> Piece of shit. Ah, fuck him. Fuck him. He thinks he's so great. <laughs> Will the top last show? We'll be right back. The Thank you.
Thank you, Joe, for that. I don't want you to take advantage of, uh, you know, you, you do a nice thing like that, and uh, I appreciate it. I do. Hey, by the way, thank you for celebrating our 10-year anniversary with us a few weeks ago. It really was a lot Birthday. of fun. The Todd Glass Show is 10 years old, just like 10-year-old Tom. Anniversary show, anniversary show. The Todd Glass Show is 10 years old. Happy birthday podcast. The Todd Glass Show is 10 years old. It's hard to sing. Even that stupid goddamn song, I couldn't get it. You know, sometimes I play a song, an honest, honest truth. I go, I don't know what I was going to do with this, but I guess sometimes I'll be this, it had to be so silly. Oh, we've used this before on the show. But what made me think, no, put this sort of in the skew to download and, uh, you know, and play on the show. Now, you got to get this one, Todd. This is a great one. You're going to want the audience to hear this, you know. You better get it on there. You got to get Cam in here early. Download it. Get it downloaded. And uh, even if it takes a lot of work. See, it's doing the same thing as it did before. Hold on. But I'm so desperate to make a show. Uh, well, no, I always planned on doing a lot of drops so let's get this fucking off excuse me but uh you know that i see something you know i'm talking about seeing something on here and then thinking like you know why did i want that and, and there must have been some reason you know it's for real like what was i gonna do with this maybe just play it are you kidding me now it's not even downloading on here. I'm not stopping the show to go inside and see, like, you know, unplug the internet. Isn't that funny? It's 2023, and how do you like that I remembered the year? Suck it. Uh, but hold on. Why is it not? <laughs> Look, what are you? We're not doing anything together, so you're not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry. Mostly reminding myself, but once in a while you can get a person. They think, "All right, Todd, hurry it up." No, you slow it up. I invented that catchphrase and sold and sold a lot of T-shirts. Slow it up, please. People say, "Hurry it up." I say, "Slow it up." Slow it up. Take it easy. People hurrying around. I got sometimes I'll run onto a New York street. Slow it up, everybody. Slow it up. Slow it up. I'm a little bummed that um stuff is not playing in here. It's like, but it's not everything. It's not everything. By proving it by watching this, hold on. Okay, so we're gonna go no. Now, let's see if this plays. Then we'll know at least. Like, you know, but I had this on there. Same thing I was talking about before. 
Like, there's a reason. What was it? That we heard it before? Potato, potato, potato. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Can I tell you what I regret? My biggest regret in life, and keep in mind, I murdered 80 people outside of a mini-mart in Minneapolis. Uh, but the biggest regret, <laughs> I laugh at myself, is that I didn't make a playlist for New Year's Eve. Although, uh, what they decided to play at the club was, uh, was, was great. Uh, you know, I ended up having to work for that late show a little bit. But guess what? They reacted. And it made me want to really keep the show tight and because they, they, I, they got to a place where I really enjoyed them. And it, it, was, it just looked gorgeous in there. It was dark. It was as swanky as a nightclub as it possibly could be. And that's the way they were seated. And you heard what I just did with the bus driver. But you still enter that club. It's dark as fuck with candles and this brand new fucking thick emerald green curtain with underlit crisp green and then the placards from the band and the audience is just in the dark with dark tablecloths and they all looked really nice people came in really you know looking good and small crowd but they 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 were great and then i i i, I ended my show at like quarter off and i said hey i'll be back a few minutes before, we'll bring in the new year together. And I knew that the DJ, so he, not DJ, um, uh, Casey. It's not Casey. I'm so embarrassed. Dylan. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Their sound person who wore the bus driver jacket and hat, uh, shirt and hat and tie, uh, you know, did all the cues. And he, and he did a great job. Because even though it's from the booth, it still needs to be somewhat slick and tight. But you can have sloppiness within that, but just some things have to be tight. He did a great job. And um, and he played disco, like, so, so I, you know, when I, we went back up on stage at like five of, we did Sweet Caroline, people really sang it. And then I, I looked at the crowd, I go, do we don't have to do old, old anxiety, do we? And then they're like, no. And I go, they go, what about, I go, Havana Gila? You know, and there's background music playing, but I'm talking to them. There's very light music in the background. And um, I'm talking to them, trying to get ready. And then we, I go, how long? And there were, everybody was so nice. I looked into the crowd. Somebody's like, three minutes, three minutes. I go, okay. He goes, I have Havana Gil. I go, how do we know it's a good version? So, and then it seemed like the clock was dwindling down. And then he got a version. I'm like, well, we'll take a chance. So it's like, we have 30 seconds left. He starts Havana Gil. And then it builds and builds and builds. Boom, happy new year. And by that song, by that time, the song was just perfectly really getting going. And it played for like three minutes and people danced around like, like fucking just silly. And then that back thick, thick, thick theater drape, not just some flimsy little drape, a soundproof thing swings open and there's a gorgeous bar. Now the room just turns into like a really cool jazz club. And the next song after that was Disco Inferno. And after that, just sillier and just all easy to dance to or just stand there and move to. A lot of people went out to the patio. There's a food truck out there. 
with crisp, those Christmas-esque lights all over the place. Real sort of sh like shabby chic in the coolest way. This eclectic, funky patio, but just reeks of warmth. And I had a, I had a nice time. I wish, you know, um, that... Um, what did I wish? Oh, if I had a, you know, my, my draw in Austin is, you know, not as good as certain other cities. So, you know, I wish it was because I, I like... I like I like when I go in and and um, Carrie, the manager there, everybody there is so they really are sweet to me, you know. And um, Carrie set the room every night. If we had a room that was a little lighter, they clear all the chairs out, they reset it. Tonight there's only a hundred people. Boom, let's you know, and uh, did a beautiful job every night of setting that room up. It looks so fucking nice. I hope. I hope they do it that way every week. They're close to doing it that way, but I hope that room stages beautifully with just some simple lighting. Little bit down. Little bit down. But those, 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 you know, it's it stages really nice. I think I'm going to do something there during South by Southwest because I know if I go into that room, I have it exactly the way I want it. So I think I'm going to go back to Austin during South by Southwest and do two shows just there. And then pop in, you know, like you do at a festival. But I, I'll tell you the truth. I would have had this song. Oh, yeah. With a drummer on stage playing Sleep along. again. We need him to load up the big red. I need we gotta go. It's time to get to the Wiggle Show. We need your help to pack the big red car. No, this wasn't it. I thought, what was it? Oh, no. Lucky's fallen asleep again. We need him to load up the big red car. We're going to have to wake him. I don't know what I put the, I don't know why I put this on here. Oh, God. Let me just do this myself. Pop it forward. Beverly Hills Oral Surgery Center On La Cienega by one thing. I, I don't I heard this. I thought it made a lot of sense. This is probably loopholes and everything, but that doesn't mean you can't something out of it to go. Yeah. So I just happened to be recording something in the shop and I turn around and I see this cat running around in the middle of the yard with a friggin' can stuck on its head. No, this is not. Although this guy was very nice for taking this, the. Sorry for not talking into the mic. So hold on, let me move this thing closer. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, song. You don't. I think this is. So I just. Nah, you know what I probably did? I, um, when I'm searching, 
Like sometimes I'll send the wrong thing. But uh, forget it. What's this? Why did I like this? On a scale from one to ten, my friend, you're fucked. Oh, wow. At least that's a fun way to find it. Oh, this is that new doctor thing. So they even tell the patients in music how they're doing. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. You know what? I don't want to hear that I've got bad news. I don't. But if I had to... On a scale from one to ten, my friend, you're fucked. Oh. Jesus. Is this show good? Hello. Talking to the mic, Todd. Talking to the goddamn mic, you moron. I'm very hard on myself. Very hard on myself. I might pass by some of these. But some of them, I'm curious what they are. What's this? Hold on, everybody. I'm going as fast as I can. Okay, rolling. All right, rolling. I thought this was sweet. What song are we going to sing? We're going to sing You'll Be My Heart. Here we go. afraid that the quality isn't good but <laughs> such an adorable song between a dad and his daughter it's so i like to be able to catch those you know it's nice i'm tired of playing these songs do i have to, maybe i don't want to do it maybe i could change the format in the middle maybe i feel like this is too much work you know what i'm saying is that what's going on you think i'm bound to these stupid you know, thank you, Jennifer. I'm bound by the by now having to go through and hit all these. Maybe I don't want to. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to follow the rules of society. Vinny told me tonight, he said, Todd, why don't you just do the show and have fun? Counts as a show. You can't get your money back. This counts as a show. 
I know there's a lot of people right now. I can only imagine people right now trying to get their money back. Hey, I know there's no money to be given, but this is not. You wanted the All Jingle podcast. If you email me, I'll give you credit next week. I apologize. I should have, uh, I should know. I should uh, know your name because, but it's not all jingles, really. It's just heavy in the jingles, you know. But it's not all jingles. But you know, you gotta pay the. You gotta. You, you know. You gotta. You gotta bread your butter. You gotta butter your bread. Right. Get right to it. Lucy's Auto Center is on West Pico Boulevard, near the cross section of South Fairfax Avenue. West Pico Boulevard. 323-930-2525. Wow. wow. It's a real show, everybody. That's, like, weird. That's a recording of me talking over something. About the Pico Bull. Oh, oh, it's uh, for P- Luce's Auto Body, and I'm talking over it for some reason, which is not. Joe has gotten furious when I've done that in the past. He really does. He threw a butcher block counter at me once, and not the little ones, the bigger ones. It was weird. I was very surprised. I was at his house, and uh, is it this I was looking for? What more do you want from me to die? I want you to help me find that song. What more do you want from me? You are killing me. If you ask for more, Send you to live shore. What more do you want from me? I can't do it all. Oh, this is back from when I wanted him to uh, find a sub jingle that I couldn't find. I couldn't find it. I asked him for his help. I don't want to do mean bits about you, Joe. Thank you. And I think you're wonderful. I think you're, you're you know, I wish you nothing but the best. What's this? Oh, this was a sitcom. Everybody knows in a second life we all come back sooner or later As anything from a pussy cat to a man-eating alligator Well, you all may think my story is more fiction than it's fact But believe it or not, my mother dear decided she'd come back I don't believe it! I don't! You tell me! Oh, my mother, I know it's unbelievable. My mother came back as a car. No. No, that's like the video they did on the show last week. The guy that goes, I swear, you know, hurt my children if I didn't start a car with my hands. No, the other guy goes, no, I know enough about physics. The other guy says, oh, you put electricity through your body when you shock somebody. Yeah, but that's a different type of energy to start a car. The guy goes, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Your mother did not come back as a car. I mean, come on. It just didn't happen. I don't care how, how bouncy the song is. Yeah, I guess this show is well produced. Roll that song in again, if you would. Be so kind. But I don't think his mother's a car. But this, you know, as long as you can make a jingle, 
people will think it's uh, feasible. As long as they can make a jingle. Guys, they go in, there's a room full of people, and they go, make a jingle for this. We have an idea. If the jingle guy doesn't get the idea, then it's never sell. He's got to make it into a song. Put this executives listen to. Everybody knows in a second life we all come back sooner or later. So now the people in the room are thinking, it is true. We all know that in some people, they got, it's got their ear. That's how you sell a show. You don't write it out. You just go, here's the opening theme. Has anything from a pussy cat to a man-eating alligator? Now, a lot of people say well, all- that the reason that they said a pussycat or a man-eating alligator was for future shows. Other people, that their mothers came back as other things. You may think my story is more fiction than it's fact. But believe it or not, my mother dear decided she'd come back as a car. She's my very own guy and star. A 1928 Porter, that's my mother dear. She helps me through everything I do when I'm so glad she's here. Nope. All right, so why would I play that? For that reason. That one I understand. I don't want to see videos where people get hurt. People love, oh, like, I think people know me by now. And I do. I don't get near as many as I used to. People, your friends figure, you know, but in the old day, oh, look at this, my friend. I don't want to say the name. Oh, this guy falls off the skateboard. All right. Who wakes, who, who? Oh, I like to see people, you know, be in pain. I'm so much better than the average person with these views that I have. No, there there are people, like some people I figured it out. I do have friends that we have a really the same sense of humor, but they just have one slice of their sense of humor that I I can't enjoy. And that to me is, um, I don't like awkwardness. I don't like people to feel awkward. That's why I'm on stage. I, I I didn't write it off as a style of comedy you know, there's, by the way, making people awkward could be done brilliant. It could be done bad. I'm saying I, at its best, I can't. It's hard for me to watch people be uncomfortable. I'm genuinely not flippantly writing it off. It's just, it's, that's what it is. So, when, you know, and, and, and I've, I only figured that out a few months ago. That's the part of the show. So if somebody says they like a certain show, I'll be like, oh, so you don't mind the, the awkwardness in it. And you go, no, no, I love awkwardness, you know, and, and I, and. It made a lot of sense. So, um, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about that for. The mother of the car. Talking to the mic, talking to the mic. Okay, what's this? Is it this song? So it's not that one either to die. No, I just told you it wasn't that one. So it's not that one either. I guess we'll try again. Thomas think that I have too much free time So it's not that one either Maybe this one's it No, this is just a song referencing it But it's not this one. Oh my god, I feel like he's I feel like Joe's mad at me through his uh, You know what I mean? Through his Through his songs, he just shows a lot of anger. (laughs) I have to pee. I have to pee. Who doesn't, right? 
Okay, now we're rock and rolling. I can't believe I've done an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> You're like, we, we can. We can believe it. You know, maybe I'll um, lose... You know, we have to brand the show. You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass, helping your Friday begin. You'll love the show, they've got Daniel Kino. Honey, won't you download again? You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass. Helping your Friday begin You'll love the show They got Daniel Kino Honey, won't you download again? Queen Mikeins are not a luxury It's standard practice at the double tree The tubs and showers don't have mildew and mold There's nothing gross on the remote control You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass Helping your Friday begin You'll love the show, they've got Daniel Kino Honey, won't you download again? Joe McKenzie, everybody, that's a good one. Joe McKenzie. Can we update this and make a TikTok? Leaves you wanting more. Stay tuned for brilliance from the Great Shore. You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass. Helping your Friday begin. You'll love the show they got The Todd Glass Show, new and improved. Honey, won't you download again? You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass. Helping your Friday begin. Fun times. Fun times, everybody. Those were the old days. Now life is different. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, see. All right, I'm gonna. I'll probably do a longer show because like, this is the type of thing I was hoping I'd run into. This is just. This is just so. Like, like this. This is somebody talking about vegetarians. Like, it's 1930, you know, or something like went before. But it's like so. This is not that long ago, and and it's just like people out there agree with this, just angry at nothing, you know, like, and um. It's so funny to me. I, I, I think, you know, look, I don't like to, like, you know, they say you shouldn't make fun. Look, this guy's successful. Like, he's not, 
I'm not. He's. I'm just saying his views are funny. If he can handle making fun of vegetarians, he can handle me just going. It's just hilarious. Like I don't think this was from like 30 years ago either. But here we go. And now, oftentimes these days, we don't even know our neighbor. We certainly don't know the couple two miles down the highway. We've now got strange people living in our communities. Damn strange. Right amongst like us. vegetarians. Oh yeah. No shit. Trust me, those buffoons are out there. <laughs> buffoons. And you can't spot them. Hell, they look just like me and you. <laughs> and you have to rent to them. It's the law. <laughs> you have to rent to them. Vegetarians can live anywhere they want to. <laughs> just like regular Americans. These are now your neighbors. So now when you have a death in the family, it's these health conscious people. And God bless them, they don't mean any harm, they just don't know any different. They're the ones that will show up at your front door in your time of grief with fruit. <laughs> well, that's actually funny. Well, hell, I'd just soon not lose a cousin. Well, wait a second. Truth, that actually could be funny. But it's that he's mad at vegetarians, I thought. You, I just don't understand vegetarians. Okay, thank you for getting I'm going to be driving down the highway and yeah. see a cow in mm. a pasture. I'll get <laughs> But I have never, not once in my life, not once in my life, and neither have any of you, not once, ever heard a vegetarian go, mm-mm. I smell squash. That joke, that, joke, that joke has no legs. So much so, I want to re-listen to it. With fruit. <laughs> That's actually funny, truth. Now, you know, who wants fruit when somebody's dead? Give me a chocolate bar. Well, hell, I'd just soon not lose a cousin. All right. Now, here comes the part. I, I didn't hear it last time, so let's... You, I just don't understand vegetarians. What? I could be driving down the highway and see a cow in a pasture. I'll get it. I don't know. He says something there, but I don't hear him. I'll get in. I don't, I don't know what he says. But Sorry. I have never, not once in my life, not once in my life, and neither have any of you, not once, ever heard a vegetarian go, mm-mm, I smell squash. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. People smell delicious vegetarian dishes, I would imagine, in some households that there's a dish that's vegetarian, that somebody walks in and they smell, and, uh, and then recognize uh, different dishes and different things that were made. The same way, of course, a dish that happens to have meat in it uh, would bring back wonderful memories if you grew up with that food being cooked in your house and the delicious smell. Well, the same way with vegetarians. The same way with vegetarians, is that they would come home and maybe it was a, a dish that was uh, with string beans, garlic string beans, beans, or maybe sweet potatoes, or maybe your mom was the only mom that knew how to make Brussels sprouts that were shut the fuck up good. Maybe somebody makes a vegan cinnamon roll. It's so goddamn good that when you come home, 
and somebody, you smell it, you know it's those vegan cinnamon rolls you had last time. All the things I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, have one thing in common. They didn't have meat in them. So this gentleman doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm not stupid. Oh, it's the ship is cast to come in. I gotta bring the ship in. Oh, I gotta bring the ship in. Oh, the clown horn went off. All jingle. Nope. How about uh, all jingle show? You wanted me to do an all jingle show, right? No, no, no. You wanted me to do an all jingle show. The guy who told me to do an all jingle show, and I got your email. You said do an all jingle show, and then I emailed you back about three days ago. Am I right? Right, the ship is coming in, ladies and gentlemen. What is this? All right, that's Cam. 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 Vinny probably. I hate to say this, I really, do. I do, and I've never said this before in the show, but I bet he's liking this. Maybe we're not meant to be as close as I thought. I could see him laughing. It's almost like I kept asking him to send me footage of him listening to the show in a public area. It seems like maybe I should be having a detective follow Vinny around to see if this is the type of stuff that he laughs at. I could really see him laughing at it. I'm not joking around. I'm not. I am not joking around. I swear to God, I could just picture it. It would make me sad. It would crush me. It's like when he says he meets people and they say they like stand-up comedy and then you find out who, you're like, oh, you get all excited and then you get let down. What if Vinny's giggling at this right now? What if he's just, just... Oh, my dear. What, what, does, he, what does he think is funny? Oh my God! What have I gotten into? I told him the other day on the phone. There's no one I enjoy talking to more than him. And now I find out. Who needs guess? That's it. I'm laying in. This is my bedding music. Vinny said this should be my bedding music. Let's bring it home, right? Wouldn't it be great if people, when you met them, they you knew if they were crazy because you would just they 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 like they like they just had like a, an aura about them. Seriously. That's what happened when a clown. This is what I heard Rory Scoville told me. Fuck Rory Scoville! All right, bring it down, sir. But when a clown, this is no bullshit. No bullshit. I'm not being a jerk or anything. 
This is what happens when a clown... I guess I heard... No, I don't know what that is. But they say when a clown... Um... <laughs> Give me a second. Is this it? Yes, when a clown comes. anymore oh boy an hour and 45 minutes this could be a two-parter i'm not ready to leave so why do i leave i have i have stuff like you know tiktok now and instagram that i'm very you know shorter things for people that you know they might go oh i think todd's funny but i don't have you know i just don't have time to listen to another podcast so I already had, now I'm glad that I have that other thing. But why am I, so then, so this is like my long form. So what, what am I hurrying for? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to take advantage of your kindness. Um, what is this? Let me think. Hold on. Make my pants. Got that? You make my pants when I get up and dance. This must have, no. No, I don't want to do this. What's this? I must have. Right. Took a poop and it smelled, so I lit a candle. Now it smells like a poopy candle. Wow, that's uh, who is that? That was just a funny song that made me laugh. Oh, hold on, I should know his goddamn name if I'm gonna say it. Um, hold on, go back, go back, go back. Here we go. Um. Ben Lapidus, at Ben Lapidus. I hope I said it right. You know, sometimes the simplest thing will just come in front of you uh, on TikTok, and it'll make you laugh. I took a poop, and it smelled, so I lit a candle. Now it smells like a poopy candle. I mean... <laughs> a poop, and it smelled, so I lit a candle. Now it smells like a poopy candle. smelled so I lit a candle now it smells like a poopy candle thank you Ben thank you for your uh, Ben I hope I said his name right but you'll find him if you know um, what's this this is from Joe McKenzie I have no idea what it is. It's scary. Tompkins, Jamie had at Tompkins. Stay F. Homkins on the Todd Glass Show. Paul F. Tompkins, Jamie had at Tompkins. Stay F. Homkins on the Todd Glass Show. Oh, my dear. What a night. <laughs> wait, we're not at the end of the list. Are we? Oh, wait, we went through, a, well, I went through a decent amount of them. I really did. What's this? We all love Todd's manager, Adam, Adam. We all 
of Todd's manager. Adam is the best. Helping Todd to go, put on New York shows. We all love Todd's manager. Adam is the best. Can I tell you, nothing in the world means more to me than doing that show in New York City the way I want to do it. Nothing. And create, uh, uh, creatively. Like, every bit of energy I want to put in, besides the things, you know, my regular stand-up career and working on 10-year-old Tom, but that's sort of, that, those, you know, that just happens. That doesn't take, it takes me just loving doing it and you travel, but, but this is something, if I'm going to put my, exert something, put all my energies into it's that. October. So, you know. But I'm asking a few people in my world to present me right now. And, 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 and being inc incredibly, you know, because what that means also, it, it usually means that somebody will not only, it's the, the financial and the, uh, and the credit. Like somebody like, you know, without saying a name, this person presents Todd Glass. And that person gives it a lot of cachet, along with $30,000 for PR. <clears throat> Truth. But I think this show, it's a well-oiled machine. And like I said, I've talked about it a lot. I think like, I, I just want that to happen so bad. I would do, I'm, I'm appreciative now for what I have, but to be able to do that show and and maybe tour with it, because if it does well on an off-off-Broadway situation, you know, then you can you can go tour with it. So, that's what I'm hoping. Wow. One minute and fifty. Excuse me, everybody. I have to cough, so I'm going to play this song. We all love Todd's manager, Adam. Adam. We all love Todd's manager. Adam is the best. Helping Todd you know, to good about go. that jingle. It reminded me I was going to go, what were we talking about? Uh, but I know. If you are struggling to adopt new pronouns for someone you care about, here are oh, three things this. that I've done to honor this request for some folks in my life. If I mindlessly use their old pronouns, I restate the sentence, make the correction, and don't draw attention to it. It might sound like this. My friend Diane, she is great. They are really, really great. It's a practice of progress. Next, I talk about them when I'm alone and refer to them out loud by their new pronouns, and they don't know I do this. Finally, I do not process any potential struggle with them. I do not keep apologizing with statements like, Hey, I am trying. Give me grace. You have no idea how difficult this is. Because that is asking them to take care of me. And I want to be present to love and care for them. And that is how I clean my stove. That is just gorgeous. That's love. And I... Hold on. I want to find out who said that. It doesn't say.
I hate that I can't give this guy credit. I'm, you know what? I'll look at it later. But that's just the reason that melted my heart was because, first of all, I didn't realize that was him cleaning while he did all that. Because I'm like, why well, are they playing that in the background? Oh, that just means somebody else did that. But after all that, it's funny to say that. And that's me cleaning my oven. You did a good job cleaning your oven, by the way. But this is a kind way to, um, uh, to, uh, yeah, just positive energy. Just going, yeah, here's, here's a way. And I've said it a few times, which on the heels of this, they're like, all you really have to do to learn it is, uh, give a shit. Don't act like it's so hard. Don't act like you're trying your hardest. Don't make yourself the victim. Come on. The reason you don't know it, it makes more sense for you to say, well, Partial the reason I don't know it is because I don't give a shit to learn about it. That's the most self-aware comment from someone that doesn't want to learn. At least give someone that. Yeah, most of the reason is because I don't really give a shit. I mean, I learn new. What if you had self-awareness? You know, you could say, I learn new shit a lot. I know all the negative terms. <laughs> Certainly learn the millennials and the, uh, you know, I know, I don't pay attention to those phrases so much that I don't even know them as I'm going to try to, I wish I knew the millennials and then there's the uh, whatever else you know, they, they remember all that you know, but they can't remember this, so I would admire someone if they said that, it sounds weird but it, it all stems back to, this happens all the time with me, it must mean this bothers me a lot, when you go, I'm not even arguing with you, I'm just begging you to tell the truth I'm really, that's what I'm, and that's what Patton Oswalt's joke is about when he heard someone say, you know, t you know, the problem with two guys kissing, it grosses me out. Oh, now a brilliant conversation can happen. Brilliant conversations can involve somebody who you might feel, and, and probably rightfully so, is, uh, you know, off on what is right morally and what is off and what is, but if they bring forth the truth, then you can at least have a real conversation instead of this thing you offer up, like we've talked about on this show so many times before. So, because, and that's why when you hear something like this, you're like, yeah, yeah, this is what I thought. Did I not listen to this all the way through? Or did I, I know I'm positive that I saw somebody on TikTok say something like, imagine that that person always has like a little, like a little, some, some, sometimes like a little pet, like a little mouse in their pocket. And then it's them. And it was such a, like, I, I did not make this up. And it was so like, oh, I could see that helping somebody that's a visual person. Uh, but I don't think it was this one. Let me play this again. If you are struggling to adopt new pronouns for someone you care about, here are three things that I've done to honor this request for some folks in my life. If I mindlessly use their old pronouns, I restate the sentence, make the correction, and don't draw attention to it. It's it might him. sound like this. It's not him. My friend Diane, she is great. They are really, really great. It's a practice of progress. Next, I talk about them when I'm alone and refer to them out loud yeah, by their yeah, new yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't this guy. But uh, also, but but you know what? Still, I, I I hope that doesn't sound like an insult. I still really, I love that video. It's so. It's all positive. It's all like the opposite of the other thing. You know. This must have been from when I was uh, with my leg in the... Boy. 
hard as fuck up in this goddamn house. Yeah, that was that. Erase, erase. Hey. Action. I see you looking at my pee. What? What? My pee. Camera action. I see you looking at my pee. Camera action. We had to learn. I see. I don't know what that is. Truth. Truth. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Mm -hmm. Take your time. No one's in a hurry but you. No one's in a hurry but you. Myself. What sometimes chokes me up involuntarily isn't stuff that's sad. Decency chokes me up. At an all-star game in the 1950s, all the great black players, Frank Robinson, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Ernie Banks, were kind of gathered in a corner of the National League clubhouse playing cards. No white players anywhere near them. When Stan just walked up and casually said, deal me in. That was his way of letting those players know that they were welcome. Hank Aaron and Willie Mays both told me that story years before, independently, that they remembered it all those years later and what it meant to them. Think of what that meant not only to those black players, but to the other white players in that clubhouse, many of them from the still Jim Crow South, to see the most accomplished and most respected among them make that simple gesture. That is more likely to choke me up even a little bit now than, than if you told me some story that somebody might regard as terribly sad. Wow. I'm glad I played that because this happens in, in, in the comedy community like where Wyatt's just putting out, you know, a, just a blanket of warmth. And, you know, I got you. And sometimes that means you got to have an opinion that, you know, that a lot of people aren't going to agree with, but, you you know, you actually, you know, that's a great, that, uh, just hearing that, it's like, it's just a simple act. And I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing. Everything was great what I said and all that, but and then I then I don't know what the fuck I... I need to move on. No, I, I, by the way, it reminds me, sometimes I get lazy too. And I think, well, why do you have to weigh in on this? You know, do you need to weigh in on this? That's a good question to ask yourself. Hey, if sometimes the answer might be no. No, you don't. You don't need to tap in on this thing going on. And I don't a lot. But I do sometimes because I've in, I have an invested interest. And... um. 
so when I heard that simple act, I went, yeah, don't get lazy. You, you, you can, simple little thing sometimes. Whatever the wrong side of comedy, not the brilliant side of comedy, but comedy can be wrong a lot. And, it's, and, you know, whenever that's happening and it's pouncing on a group of people in the name of comedy, in the name of comedy, and it's pouncing on a group of people, do what he did. Walk over, sit down. And sometimes that means by just verbally saying it on your podcast or making a joke in your act. It can be funny and it can be short if you want it to be. But you can send a clear, crystal message that I want no fucking part of that. Or you can write jokes that are on the borderline and feed idiots. And I wish I wouldn't have used the word idiots because I could have used a kinder word that was more empathetic and it would be more powerful. It confuses, it feeds people that have misinformation that don't know that lead to making other people's life a horror. And you write these jokes. You know the comedians they are. Some of them I probably adore when I see them. But they write these jokes that are just on the brink. And if you make fun of them, you'll look like you're crazy. But that's all the type of comedy they like. Whatever it is, they just write comedy that divides people. Not a, no other, not a portion of their act, but all the whole acts. Whatever is in the news, if it could be veganism, it could be gay people. It could be the Red Sox, uh, you know, the name. It could be... You know, but they're always write a joke that it will feed people that are wrong. And it will let people think, it'll, it'll also let a group of people think, like, people that sort of think they're open-minded, but they don't realize if you were 100% or more open-minded, let's say, another level up, you would realize, yeah, that joke, you know. I don't give a shit. Nope, I'm done, folks. I told you years ago I wasn't going to uh, put up with this anymore. Who's got the time? Oh, I feel good. What's this? Oh, the... You think so? Hey, hey, Chris, how about you and me do a secret handshake that has way too many steps to remember, all right? Okay, shake, bump, bump, slap, pinky hook, pretend to slick your hair back, represent, bump, one spin, slap high, slap low, reverse spin, bump, explode, shake, belly rub. Yeah. Folks? How are you? Whew, I'm going to go eat some dinner. I got to tell you, I don't know if I... That, that was too much work, playing all those. <laughs> I think I would enjoy it more if I had an iPad in front of me. Hey, there's next time. <laughs> now I'm making this show seem like it wasn't anything. Well, it's the growth. It's the, it's the true... Maybe if I just had an iPad in front of me. I look... Yeah, look at me. <laughs> Why do I keep talking... Wow, it goes fast. It does go fast. And uh, I hope you had a good time.
You good? You know what I did, and I talked about this, is that uh, I did this last year, but I just did it to a different level. Like, I wanted to leave my tree up, but I didn't want it to be the Christmas tree. So I took, did it sort of like it last year, but again, I did it a little different this year. So I took everything off the tree except pine cones, and I had a ton of pine cones on it. Big, really cool, nice pine cones. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little something. I dusted them with polyurethane. Not too much, just enough. And I had a lot of them on there. So I took everything off but the pine cones and like these cherry little apples. They're like tinny little cherry little apples and they were all over. So there's like a lot of those. They're like bright, bright red. And then the pine cones. And uh, that's all I kept on. But then today I saw at Vaughn's they still were, they had two bags of pine cones. So I bought both of them. I, actually, I bought three bags. Came home, laid them all out on a big sheet and like dusted them with white paint. And it looks exactly like how I wanted it to. So then I put those on. Well, I have to put those on tomorrow. But I thought it's like a winter tree. And, but I only have white lights on it anyway. So that makes it that much easier, you know. And it's just got pine cones and those cherry, cherry apples. And it's just great. And it's got white lights all over the fucking thing. And it's like my winter tree. And it's sort of, it's fun. I did that. So if you're ever looking for a reason to repurpose your tree... There you go. Now, if it's a real tree, you won't be able to do it. Um, well, that's it, everybody. I know you probably want me to sing my way, but, uh, you know, of course I will. It's become a standard. It's become a standard. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. My way, karaoke. Oh, wait, I might have a track. Oh, shut the fuck up. Wow. It is exciting. not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like, the way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you, but it's you I like. Every part of you 
your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue, that it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like. It's you I love.